You're listening to Cultivate Curiosity, a podcast that inspires the next generation to stay curious. Cultivate Curiosity is brought to you by the Emerald Coast Science Center, a nonprofit interactive science museum and STEAM educational facility in Fort Long Beach, Florida. This podcast is perfect for anyone curious about the world we live in because you never know what we'll talk about next. Hi, my name is JC and I'm the social media coordinator at the Emerald Coast Science Center. Hi, I'm Diane, and I'm the director, and today's topic for our Cultivate Curiosity podcast is Winter Wonderland. So we're going to discuss all things winter, the winter solstice, upcoming winter events that we have here at the Science Center, hot cocoa science, so much to unpack in one episode. First, let's enjoy some hot cocoa in honor of today being National Hot Cocoa Day. National Hot Cocoa Day is celebrated on December 13th of every year. Chocolate has a long and ancient history. The first origins of cocoa can be traced back to 5,000 years ago. Archaeologists believe that this is only as early as we can trace it, so it may even be older. Of course, the chocolate back then was much different from what we consume now, as sugar was still scarce. The beverage was flavored with vanilla, chili, and was even served throughout the year. It was reportedly more popular during the Olmec period, where it was used for spiritual praying. It was once used as a trade currency in pre-Columbia Mesoamerica. It first was found by European explorers in South America, where it had already been enjoyed for hundreds of years before the arrival of the Europeans. Not only that, but it was the Spaniards who first found the flavor unpleasant and declared it bitter. In fact, chocolate became an acquired taste. It would not be until it was introduced to Europe and adopted as a luxury drink of the wealthy that it would be sweetened. This led to the invention of milk chocolate. It wouldn't be until 1828 that powdered chocolate would be available for consumption. Soon after this, the chocolate bar and instant hot cocoa came into existence. The three prominent varieties of cocoa plants are Forastero, Trinitario, and Criollo. Forastero is a commonly used variant that contributes to up to 90% of the world's cocoa production. Trinitario originated from Trinidad and is a hybrid variety of cocoa. Criollo is prone to diseases and less common. It is mostly cultivated mainly by Venezuela. Trinitario is foremost in quality and when compared to the other two varieties, it produces higher yields due to its disease-resistant nature. My husband and I were listening to this podcast about people going into like South America and into the rainforest and searching for like these single variety cocoa plants Mm -hmm. and making these like super bougie chocolates out of them. (laughs) So they were kind of comparing it to like how wine has as a terroir which is like the wine has the flavor of the ground that it was grown in and you know mm-hmm. all of that stuff so it's the same type of thing except they're talking about these cacao plants where the mm-hmm. chocolate comes from so it's really really super interesting to hear so them talk on about like where it's from exactly it different. yes exactly and how they were creating these like quote-unquote single vineyard chocolates you mm. know based <laughs> on the fact of where they were located within these geographical regions so a couple of ways that you can celebrate national cocoa day drinks some hot cocoa. No National Cocoa Day is complete without enjoying a cup of this delicious drink. Make a cup of cocoa the way you like it and enjoy it. Try using hot cocoa bombs. If you're an ambitious hot cocoa fan, try your hand at making hot cocoa bombs. Hot cocoa bombs are chocolate spheres made with cocoa, marshmallows, and other ingredients. It's a unique way to enjoy cocoa. Take your hot cocoa game to the next level by experimenting with different toppings. Marshmallows, candy canes, caramel, and toffees are only some of the toppings that will make your drink extra delicious. If you're not a candy fan, try cinnamon, allspice, nutmeg, or add almond flavoring to the cocoa. And I can tell you, for the over 21 crowd, my personal hot chocolate additions include Fireball or Bailey's. Fireball for the cinnamon, you said? Yes, yeah. Fireball for the cinnamon. And you don't got to put a lot in it. It's just Mm -hmm. enough to kind of give it a little bit of a different flavor. And then also cream de menthe. Mm. 
Mm. Yeah, so that sort of gives you kind of like a little peppermint cocoa. Yeah. So again, over 21. Yes. <laughs> yes, for the adults in the room. So talking about hot cocoa day, if you're interested in learning more about it, check out our Curiosity Live from last week on Instagram. Callie talks about the science behind making the perfect cup of hot cocoa with Rosie the Elf. Do you know who Rosie the Elf is? If you don't, we have our own Rosie who is named after the British explorer and polar adventurer Rosie Sanser. So you can see all the amazing things that she gets up to here at the Science Center on our Instagram. And she's part of both of our Curiosity Lives this month, which the next one is with Harley and it'll be about wintertime birds that visit our area. So don't miss that one. So the other holiday that we want to talk about and celebrate in this podcast is the winter solstice. And this falls on December 21st. The winter solstice is the two months during the year when the path of the sun in the sky is the farthest south from the northern hemisphere, which falls on December 21st or 22nd, and the furthest north in the southern hemisphere, which is June 20th or 21st. At the winter solstice, the sun travels the shortest path through the sky, and that day therefore has the least daylight and the longest night. According to the astronomical definition of the seasons, the winter solstice also marks the beginning of the season of winter, which lasts until the vernal equinox, which is March 20th or 21st in the northern hemisphere, or September 22nd or 23rd in the southern hemisphere. In the lead up to the winter solstice, the days become shorter and shorter. After the winter solstice, the days become increasingly long leading up to the summer solstice, which is the longest day of the year. Ways you can celebrate the winter solstice are read winter solstice books. The Shortest Day, written by Susan Cooper, is a good one for younger children and their families. Enjoy the short daylight. We only have about seven to eight hours of daylight on the winter solstice. Join the Science Center for winter fun for everyone and explore the museum on that day. So if you're looking for fun ways to celebrate the holiday season or even the winter solstice, we have our winter fun for everyone activities from December 20th through 22nd and then again December 27th through 29th, which there's new activities each day so there'll be something for your whole family to enjoy so we'll just real quick go through what's happening okay so on december 20th we're going to have a creature feature at 12 30 p.m and this is a great opportunity to safely interact with our animals and learn about the creatures that call the museum home in these fun presentations and then december 21st we have the coal ar so like color but ar you can color the holidays from 10 30 a.m to 12 30 p.m bring holiday images to life our augmented reality coloring technology creates an engaging immersive coloring experience for young and old alike we also will have SciPad winter games from 10 30 a.m to 12 30 p.m and SciPad will just be open and you can play we have lots of different winter games in there and then a creature feature as well at 1 p.m and on december 22nd we'll be doing 3d snowflakes from 10 30 to 12 30 let it snow create a 3d snowflake using our state-of-the-art 3d pens combining art science and technology this is a fun and engaging activity for the whole family and then that afternoon, we'll have SciPad Winter Games from 1 to 3 p.m. And then on December 27th, we have Winter Wildlife Wonderland from 10.30 to 12.30. So you'll step into this wonderland as you explore blubber insulation, penguin waterproofing, bird feeding, and bear den engineering, discovering the ingenious ways animals conquer the cold. And we'll also have a creature feature at 1 p.m. I think that's called flannel pajamas. <laughs> Maybe. We'll see. You'll have to come and find out. And then December 28th, we have snowy cotton lanchers from 1030 to 1230. You'll unleash the whimsy with this adorable winter activity. Take home your very own snowball launchers you will make from toilet paper rolls and then send cotton ball flurries soaring in a safe and delightful playtime experience for all ages. And SciPad Winter Games from 1 to 3. And then on December 29th, we'll round out the week with a creature feature at 1030 a.m. and SciPad Winter Games from 11 to 1 p.m. 
Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Cultivate Curiosity. We hope you join us for our Winter Fun for Everyone events to celebrate the holiday season with us. We'll be back in two weeks with our last episode of 2023, where we will share all the things we hope to accomplish in 2024. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Cultivate Curiosity. If you have any questions, feel free to email us at socialmedia at ecscience.org. Tune in for our next episode in two weeks.